All right, we on? We running, we got the inches running. All right, baby, mic check, mic check. One, mic two, check, one, two, what it do? It's your boys yes, back sir. with the shark stream. It's your boy, Mako, with the fucking Draco. Ronald Dollar, Toby, one, yes, you know, sir, yes, sir. And we got our two special guests. Two special yes, guests sir. in the building. Yeah. Dose, Deuce, and Lord I King. Lord I King. Yes, sir. We got the fucking shark stream. Back with the hottest topics of the fucking week. You already know how we do it. Episode 21 in this bitch. How's everybody feeling, man? How y'all boys doing, man? We got a full house. <laughs> full house. Chilling, you know. Chilling, killing. Chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the first time you're utilizing the couch. Utilizing the uh, couch. Yeah, about to say, you gotta maximize on space, man. Some niggas won't be on the green screen, but it's cool. So make it work. All right, man. Normally, I run out of topics. I feel like we probably gonna just, you know. We're probably just gonna let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I want to start off. Uh, have you guys? Have you two seen Judas and the Black Messiah? I have not. Okay. Do you mind if we? Well, I about to say we. We kind of. Uh, it, it can't it. really be spoilers. Okay. No, great, great. Like, it can't really be spoilers because it's history. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. Um, oh man. Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> By the way, uh, super special shout out. HBO Max, the best streaming service that you could ever fucking ask for. That's HBO. a great debate. What? <laughs> right, look at that. That's the next week's fucking topic of discussion. Oh, best man. Actually, we can, wait, we can wait till I'm back next to Rod on this debate, man. No, oh, man. <laughs> Let's just say the power rankings updated in terms of streaming services. Yeah, yeah, it's like top fact. three, top two. Yeah, that is definitely fact. Anyway, continue. But, um... They threw this year's... I believe this year's first blockbuster was Judas and the Black Messiah based off of a true story. Um, about uh, the murder of Fred Hampton, or not even Percy, the just assassination the murder of the assassination, the assassination, the rape, the irony. I believe the irony is. So I knew this movie was coming out, but last week on our podcast, we ended on the note of talking about which the is worse versus the Negro. Yeah, right, it was super, super specific. We, it was like that was the antidote, but we really ended on would you re- like would you hate more a coon that was cooning for money? Or just like a coon, like like would you rather hate on like a Bill O'Neill or like a Jason Whitlock? Cause like Jason Whitlock is kind of getting money for cooning, but he really do just be cooning. Or I'm sorry, or Terry Crews. Terry Crews is a better honest. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> you might need to pick it up just a little bit. But now nah, the one that's just cooning probably be on my head. See, I, I, I'm torn. I really can't I, make I'm a decision. Torn. I mean, I'm torn too, but I can see where you're coming from. Like mm-hmm. you, you not, you not getting nothing out of it. Yeah, he's like, perfecting like, his craft. That might be his craft. Cooning. Yeah, I would hate that as to be like the craft. Cooning is a craft. I mean, Andrew's made an acronym. So like, uh, what, what's that guy name that used to do coon stuff? Uh, Gabbana. Oh, Sir Gabon. Sir um, Gabon. Oh, what's the name? Boot Gang. Oh, Boot Gang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does monetize that motherfucker. Man, stop. He didn't monetize. Okay, but was he actually cooning? Because when I say cooning, I don't mean he was more shucking than jiving. I, I think more so because he didn't. He didn't really make no profit off of that. Like, but that see, when, when I say cooning, he did. But he like, did. But when I say cooning, he was kind of like shucking and jiving. He was more so like niggering it up out here. Like when I say cooning, I'm talking about when I say cooning. I'm super specifically talking about like. Doing stuff against the embetterment of your own yeah, people. Yeah, like actively. Like, act, like, like Uncle Ruckus. Like, Uncle, oh, like, okay, like Uncle okay, 
Ruckus or uh, uh, like Terry Crews, Jason mm-hmm. Whitlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, fuck Jason Whitlock. Uh, <laughs> Terry Crews. Yeah, like a second time. Uh, fucking. Even though we didn't really get to get into it last week, I don't know if y'all saw it on Twitter. Uh, he's running for mayor or governor in Michigan. This is black dude named Austin Chin, uh-huh. and he said he would get rid of Black History Month and make American History Month, which, you know, the conversation Jason? that we had prior no, to the podcast, I probably should have brought this up, but it's okay. Um, American, black history is American history, my nigga. Like, like, yeah. like, it's part of it. So how can you be like, I'm going to take that out and then spend one month, four weeks mm-hmm. on American history. Like, it's a lot, my nigga. You don't even get the black history. For him to... to be of our color and say something that negatively impacting that mm-hmm. ill emotional like right. you gotta understand come up with like a, 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 a good alternative how about extending it right now to play devil's advocate low-key i mean i okay black history month right now is it depicts us in a very negative light you know what I mean? Like, when we think of it, we automatically think of slavery, but black history is much more than that. You know what I'm saying? So, if you were to eliminate that impression, I mean, a part of that, you know what I mean, it, it would need to go as well. So, I, I, I can understand what he's trying to do, but maybe... That's not what he was trying to do. That wasn't what he was trying to do, but you, make, you raise a valid point. I actually agree with you to some yeah. point, because I feel like it does diminish, like... Cause it does diminish the rest of the year. Right. Like, okay, we're focusing on this year, so we don't have to worry about it. So we don't have to worry about it. No other time during the year. So So like, your your thing is like, first off, extend it and change the curriculum to be like, where we talk about black history throughout the year and other things. Like, black history wasn't just slavery and the bus boycotts and nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it wasn't just that, so we could talk about more. But the reason I say he wasn't for that was because he was like, because he specifically said like, it was racist. And I want to do, <laughs> and like I want to do <laughs> American oh, history. Yeah, that's all I said. Yeah, that's all I said. His wasn't mind. the same. It's like the sentiment is there, but like your reasoning is your reasoning is not the same. It throws it all the way off. But yeah, as far as the as far as the movie went, like I said, great movie. Great movie. I believe ninety seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Very well deserved. Um, I feel like um, I, I don't only know. fuck with Rotten Tomatoes when they highly score a movie I liked. You know what? <laughs> I, only, I only fuck with Rotten Tomatoes when they highly score a movie I liked. I was talking like, to somebody well, about this fairly recently, though. <laughs> right. I was like, I used to back when I started really, really like watching movies and getting into movies and how they were made. I think Rotten Tomatoes was probably the first like aggregate system that I looked at, and I was like, dude, they gave this movie this. Why? And then as time went on, I was like, they have oh. some very Pitchfork esque moments with yeah. movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would have to. You'd have to of give course. me. You'd have to give me an example of a movie. You have that to show me the panel that's actually doing the movie. But that, this is the thing. Part. This is the thing. Yeah. The reason. The reason why I can't say that as much about Rotten Tomatoes because Pitchfork. I think it's just like. I might be wrong, but is it just one dude writing these reviews for Pitchfork? No, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's a couple of dudes, but it's board, not a panel of doing yeah, the they albums. Have a board, yeah. But yeah. They have like specific one person to writes genres. the article. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But like for Rotten that's Tomatoes, why I say more so like esque. Like it's not yeah. like one to one. It just yeah. it, it has some similarity. Rotten Tomatoes will literally get a hundred when they give you a score. It's like a hundred and fifty people possibly yeah. all watch this movie, and they all I give it the, so um, it's the total. Rating I forget what it's called, but the one that's the like actual consumer score. Yeah, it's the there's a movie. Yeah, and that's what. Yeah, that's that, one thing yeah, that I didn't understand. Yeah, that's the one that I actually. That's why I was talking about from a movie goer standpoint because the 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 certified score is over here, and you have yeah. the the audience score and the reviewer score, and the reviewer yeah. score is 
you know, it fluctuates. The audience score is like whatever. I think one of the biggest fucking uh, headbutts with that was about Batman versus Superman, which I don't understand. That movie was trash, but like for some reason the Absolutely. audience liked the movie and the fucking the the reviewers were like, bro, this is a twenty-seven. It was a twenty-seven. It was pretty bad. I'm not to be so much better. I'm not gonna hold you. Batman versus Superman is lucky my guilty pleasure. I have seen that movie four times. It's bad. Twice oh, in theaters. Martha's and I watched the yeah, three hour extended cut. Oh, no, yeah, no, you, yeah, you're crazy. Like, you down bad for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both times I saw it in theaters, it was free, though. I never paid for the movie. Okay, okay, okay Both okay. times I saw it in theaters, it was free. And the third time when I saw it in three hours, it was torn. It is time I can never get back. The third time I watched it was because I wanted to actually see if they explained more in the three hour cut. They do not. They, they, it's a few points. They give you a few points. Right, like they gave me something on the flash, but they never really explained. I only like the warehouse scene. That's the warehouse scene is pretty good. Dude, I had I've had arguments with people. They say Ben Affleck's Batman was in bad was bad. I was like, bro, Ben Affleck is Batman. Bro, Ben Affleck is Batman wasn't bad, and 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 Justice League he was kind of lame, but that movie was bad. Batman and Batman vs Superman comes out next month. I'm lit for it somehow, but the Batman and Batman vs Superman he wasn't bad. The movie was just dog. Shit. Like it was like, but like you said, that warehouse scene, he was beating the fuck out of them niggas. It was he like, killed like, that. Was a great I specifically when he threw somebody up against the wall, he saw their head blood splatter. Bro, no, he yeah. that's that's no he was, but he was betraying the Dark Knight. That's a different. Bat- yeah, that, that's like when he's a little old. He don't really give a fuck about that. He killed the nigga with a box. And a lot of people, like a lot of people, don't like Ben Affleck. Like I'm not a super fan of Ben Affleck. What? I don't particularly care for his portrayal of like. Bruce Wayne, but it wasn't bad. Like wasn't he was, bad. he was, he was more like a smug Bruce Wayne. And I kind like, I did kind of like that. I just didn't like you it for like Ben Affleck. I just a superhero. Do, 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 you gotta rate them separately. Like how right, did you play? The how did you play the hero? How did you play them? Because I mean, right. I like Toby Maguire's Peter Parker. We were just we just talking about that last five months. What I'm saying. I'm sorry. 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 I went back and watched the movies like, yeah, Tony Parker hey. Peter Parker is cool. I like the movies for the villains. But uh, another reason I think a lot of people didn't like Bruce Wayne, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman was because of the Batman suit. Cause it was, was so be- he was the he was the Dark Knight that nigga was beat the shit out of Superman. Yeah, like, he had the Iron Man suit, the shit out of Superman. Superman always getting his ass beat in cartoons, real shit. It don't matter. And that was the thing that was crazy to me because I was like, bro, he's fighting Superman. You expect him to be Christian Bale? He beat him in Injustice Two. If you pick Batman, did y'all play Injustice Two? Yeah, I did. Y'all saw how awesome that shit was. Superman was out of damn mind talking about that right. Like I understood people not liking Ben Affleck. But I was like, bro, what do you expect that's, him to be suited up to fight Superman, bro? Yeah, I mean, and not, Doomsday, like, how do you think that's gonna work? He didn't fight nobody. Fought Doomsday, but Superman. <laughs> what the woman flew in with that spear? That nigga, by the way, we I don't, don't get to talk about Wonder Woman. But okay, we shouldn't talk about. Yeah, okay, not the okay, second okay. one. The first one was great. No, the, this, the second one was mid. The first, yeah, the first one was no. pretty solid. I don't know. I know. It was worse than mid. No, no, the ending was better than the ending of the first. one I didn't make it to the. All right, yeah, that is true. The ending in Wonder Woman 1984 was better than the first one. The ending was better. But Rodney, I feel you. It was very hard for you to make it through that movie. Well, yeah, because it, it was, was cheesy. Very hard. I'm gonna have to rewatch it because again, Wonder I fell Woman asleep 90 minutes into it, maybe 
It's only like nine. That was like nine I'm not concerned about that at this point, though. Right, that's the Marvel movies. But Marvel movies is slack. Bro, Marvel is cocky. Marvel's gotten to the point where they could dead ass be like... They have damn right to be cocky. They do! When they made Guardians of the Galaxy was the biggest dick slap to cinematic history as far as movie goes ever. The Mandalorian, like, the the, the most fuck you in the whole, like, That's that's Disney. I'm talking about specifically Marvel. Marvel with with, uh, making Guardians of the Galaxy. You about to go for Disney? Bro, the... Well, like, nobody... Star Wars, right? Nobody knew who anybody in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy were. Nobody like, knew. Nobody, nobody knew, knew the main Avengers were. They promoted it correctly. They, nobody knew any of the Nobody Avengers knew Man of the Avengers but, either. But it was like, well, I'm not. Yes, but people were more uh, familiar with the Avengers than they were Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, people were like, okay, like. I know who Hulk is. I know who Captain America is. I don't really give a fuck, but like I know who they are. Nobody knew at all who Guardians of the Groot, Star Lord, and Gamora and Drax literally appeared on the screen, and it was like, oh yeah, I'm fucking with this. No, a lot of people saw them in Avengers and actually went back and then watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Yeah. like like, oh shit, (laughs) but they have that effect, and they're good. I think the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, well at least the first one, the second one's mid. But like the second one was, right. the second was Kurt mid. Russell was the second was more mid than Wonder Woman eighty four. It, it was just too comical. I don't know about that. <laughs> it was more mid than Wonder Woman eighty four. It was no. It, was, <laughs> it is very comedic, but I don't know about that. It was sometimes as good. Marvel does. It wasn't as good like as the, the first one, but I don't think it was worse than nineteen eighty four. I think it was worse than nineteen eighty four. I don't think it was worse than I'm Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four was actually was really good. good. Come on, bro. It was Come mid, bro. It was now. mid. Gamora and her relationship with her sister was a great side. Bruh, there were all, parts in the movie that were really fine. great, but they really did when focus the effects on, went off um, and went crazy. Yeah, they bro, really focused on the celestial thing, and it was important. But that part, like the 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 um, <laughs> you gonna try to put that over the relationship uh, between him and Kurt Russell in the movie was kind of like. Overdone. And then the fact that they brought in the Celestials and they didn't really bring in the Celestials. See, that nigga was not even really a They're Celestial. They're coming in the Internals, I believe, though. So. I hope they actually... Because they brought in... Because Celestials were in the universe and yeah. then it was like, you're part Celestial. He's not part Celestial. He's part fucking planet. That but it's thing cool because the-, the 50% of him is stupid is all the, you know, 100% of you guys. <laughs> the fucking... The, the end scene where him and his dad are fighting the nigga serves in the pack, man. I was like, bro, this shit is corn. Like, you could have not... We could have not seen That was that. very clearly just supposed to be a joke. It, but it was... It was but that scene could have been fine with the joke of Rocket looking for duct tape. I think it's more like so... Like, that could have been the joke for that scene. But I think my thing more so about that movie than the other movies is, like, it didn't have... Not that it has to have a huge impact on the rest of the universe, but, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one was like, oh, damn, this is crazy. And I can see how this fits into the bigger impact of the universe and what's going on directly. The only part of the second one was things. the celestial thing and it still wasn't really that important. It didn't have anything to do with that. And then they introduced yeah. Adam Warlock who they're going to fucking put in later on in the um in the thing because I don't know what I don't know what the Marvel universe got going on. Now, it's crazy to look at I keep forgetting the uh, WandaVision is on. I watched the most recent episode. Um, I'm, been, I'm been watching WandaVision. I'm been watching it. It's, yeah, it's eight episodes and they're on seven, right? I'm sorry. They're on seven this week. They're all good. I'm going to binge watch it next week. 
Yeah. You gotta, I, yeah, what I've heard is you gotta get through the yeah. first yeah. one and then it picks up. So I'm already, I'm already picking up that. All right, I'm, a, I'm probably gonna be confused. And the last three episodes. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yo, let me go all the way. I'll just watch the first one. I said, I'm gonna wait. Because it's just the thing. No, you can, you can, you can watch it. Because it's not. It's not so... They, they do leave you on cliffhangers, but it's not... One thing I will say about this show, A, I didn't know what to expect when I was going into it. And the first, I will say, like a lot of other people, the first two... I watched the first two episodes when they came out, and I was like, eh. But after like I came back and watched through them, like really watched them, and then like yes. started keeping up with it, I'm like, no, this yes. is... Because it's not really action-based, but it's really eerie. It's really creepy. And it's like one of them shows where you're trying to figure out, bro, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Watchmen is kind of like... And that's what... future bro, of the Marvel universe. Yes, yeah, that's how... Good, that's the difference. Yeah. yeah, see, that's the that's that's that, yeah, that's that they tied all in. See, I, gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let like seven or eight episodes pass. That's fair. But that's what I have to do. I'll say so. I'll say so. Friday. It hooked me on. So next week I'm gonna just binge all the way through. That's the last resort. Yeah. If you are not shocked by what they show you by five, you're gonna be. Bro, you you had to start binging at six, I think. Bro, yeah. So like, as far as like. To bring this up, just to touch on a point, like Watchmen does it in that way. Have you have you guys seen, I seen Watchmen? Watchmen. I saw Watchmen. But the the show, not the movie. Oh no, dude, I saw the movie. bro, the show is HBO Max. 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 Um, it's on HBO Max. It's um, it's it's kind of the same, not exact same way, because there's action in Watchmen, but the action really isn't the the focal point of why you're watching. The iPod. Yeah. yeah. The the thing about the show that's crazy is like they just. They drop you into this world kind of the same way they do in WandaVision, and they don't give you answers at first. So you have all these questions like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Perfect example. In the You watched the Watchmen movie. Have you read the Watchmen book? No. So the Watchmen book is there. The Watchmen movie and the book are really similar, but they take certain liberties. But one of the main liberties that they take in the movie is in the end where like they blew up nukes everywhere. In all actuality, Ozymandias made like a giant squid monster. And he dropped it in the middle of New York and it killed a bunch of people. And he told everybody it was an extraterrestrial threat to make them all come together. Because like I said, same concept. He said Dr. Manhattan did it in the movie to make everybody come together and make Dr. Manhattan. But in the uh, in the book, he dropped the squid monster on the world. So so the world was like, all right, well, fuck all this war, war shit. We need to come together to fucking fight extraterrestrial threats from another dimension. But in the show, it's like... Armor around the world. Yeah. That awesome Tony talking Stark shit. He had a similar explanation last podcast mm-hmm. about... So so it goes into detail. So in the in the show, <laughs> like randomly great, people bro. are driving and then it starts <laughs> raining squid. And you're like, Bro, why the fuck is it raining squid? And yeah, you're, you're expecting somebody to be like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's raining squid for blah blah blah. But they literally don't explain that shit for like six, seven episodes. But by the time you get the, the by the time you get why it's going on, it's like, damn, oh like Watchmen is really fucking deep. good. It's it's deep. And yes. for the fourth time in a row yes. I said it on the I show, the it's show. about black people. Clap it up for us, man. Um, Wait, what happened to you in the? I was just about to say. We were talking about this. We we got. I don't know how we went from Kunin to MCU movies and shit. But Judas, yes, Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, wonderful movie, wonderful watch. It was weird watching a movie and the coon was the main character. What's the dude's name again? Bill O'Neill. Bill O'Neill. Bill. Yeah, it was it was crazy watching the movie because you're like Keith Stanfield. Yeah. Shout out to Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel. Caillou? 
Y'all know my man. Daniel, 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 I ain't gonna I tried. Maybe shout out to Daniel and, and Lakeith, some damn fine actors. Yeah. As well as the, the female who played the agent Mitchell. Uh, uh, Diamond Johnson, he I think is her name. You, I mean, oh, I Agent Mitchell, shout out, shout out to Plemons, my man. He was fucking oxen like Mike. So shout out to Plemons. Yeah. He was, Not shout out to the very Mitchell. end of the movie? Huh? Did you guys say at the very end of the movie? Who was it? What is the name of that dude who was in, he was in Get Out, the big, the security guard nigga? Lil Rel? Yeah. I don't remember his name in the movie. He was, yes. at the end, he was at the end of the movie. He was at the end, yeah. I do not remember his name. Yeah, it was, um, but yeah, man, uh, <laughs> moments in the movie, super specifically, um, I, like how I, I don't oh. know, it's, it just made my stomach hurt, like, the, of course, seeing, uh, Fred Hampton get, uh, what is should the word you start off with Assassinated? That? Assassinated, the assassination? No, oh, bro. I don't think just, we should. Think, so, just, Maybe you want to go back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to that the was, there's movie. ways to talk the, about the, that film that avoid just the final fate. But you know, but you, but you know Fred Hampton dies in real life. I mean, true, but, but I, I, no I one would know <laughs> the fact, I mean, apparently, this is, could be spoiler, but if you didn't know, Fred was arrested because they accused him of stealing over seventy dollars worth. I knew he was arrested. I knew seventy five dollars. Reason he was arrested. I knew he was arrested. Like good, and they did it while he was at his community center. Yeah, they raided the, the children, the feeding children. Yeah. children. So there, there are certain points that I won't say because there are like not even that one, but the it was. There are certain points that I won't say, won't say because like having the impact of watching it and be like, damn, like, mm. what the fuck? It's just different. Like, and mm-hmm. one thing I like being going back to the point we were making last week about like paying, being paid to be a coon and doing a coon off of your free will. I think honestly, I probably I don't have respect for either. But I can do. I think I could probably deal more with somebody who's cooning off of free will just because like, hey, you can always be like somewhere along the lines. You can change that person. That person's mind state can yeah, change. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't feel like it's for blood. Like, watching this nigga do this shit is like, bro, I understand you don't want to go to jail. But then even after a certain point, what was it? At the end of the movie, the nigga was like, all right, basically, I'm going to snitch on you if you don't do this shit. I'm going to tell these niggas, and they're going to kill you. So, and then at that point, it's just kind of like, I don't know. What, what was it, the 70s? He could have got away. 60s. 70s, 74. I thought it was 69. He died in 74. Fred Hampton was assassinated in 1969. Okay. December 4th, 1969. Oh, it was it was 74 when the thing, when... Yeah. when, when the, it was, the, the Black Panther Party lasted until about 1974. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, right, it was yeah, dissolved. Yeah. Before, I mean, in the 70s and the early 70s, then they they Disbanded. transitioned from... Because Fred Hampton was killed mm-hmm. to going after Huey P. Newman, Body mm-hmm. Steel, mm-hmm. um, and bringing them down on different charges, like mm-hmm. conspiracy charges. They, um... In the movie, they talk about um, a character who was killed for essentially being a snitch mm-hmm. in the Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. like Bill O'Neill was, and they set it up to where that the guy who killed him was an informant, which is true. He really was an informant. They tie, I believe it was that case, they tied to um, uh, Bobby Seal, I want to say, how they arrested him because they killed him. Um, and, and so in the 70s, the remaining Black Panthers um, either went into hiding or were arrested or were killed. And what did they do? Yeah, one, one other thing I want to point out is that they had uh, interviews at the bottom of the movie, and mm-hmm. I, I caught one, and it was of uh, Fred Hampton's son. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Fred just Hampton talking Jr. with uh, uh, Daniel and um, mm-hmm. someone else. I forgot the interviewer, 
But they were just going back on on how he kind of picked up on things because he's the president now mm-hmm. of uh, the chapter the that's going yeah. on right now. Uh, um, Save the Hampton House. Yeah, and and just how accurate it was, and he was saying how he he actually took him to uh, the streets of Chicago um, just to like kind of have a meeting with him there to try to put him in a place of uh, of of hardship and like where like that shit actually happened where. All that shit took place, and yeah, I, I feel like y'all should definitely catch that. Damn, I, I wish I talked more about that. I didn't even see that part. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't go down and look at them. I wish I talked more about like that thing specifically yeah. in the conversation we had earlier, yeah. um, because the tie-in um, with the, you know, the Chicago police and the FBI organized together to kill Fred Hampton, yeah, and then cover it up, and then you know, paint him out to be a villain and a terrorist. Yeah. Um, and the Chicago Police Department and the FBI still does that. And the the thing, it were, there were two main things that came out to me at the end was, of course, we know he was killed in a raid and he was shot in his bedroom. I immediately thought of Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. um, with mm-hmm. the no knock warrant. Mm-hmm. She was killed and how it still happened. But then the thing, diving deep, I've been reading this book, The Assassination of Fred Hampton, Hampton by Jeffrey Haas. I'm bad at pronouncing names, so dude, I hope that's right. Um... <laughs> And he, you know, I'm not that that far into the book, but he details the COINTELPRO and J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI's part and how they did it. And he went, he, he touched on something in the very beginning of the book that I remember and heard of from 2014 when um, the Chicago police cop uh, Jason Van Dyke killed um, the guy, uh, McDonald, McDan- McDonald, I think was his name, the black guy. He was unarmed, so he said he charged him with a knife, so he shot him. And then he killed them. And then there was a Burger King across the street that had a surveillance camera that caught it all. But the footage was like, it disappeared before trial. Then they actually had to bring it to trial and everything. And the autopsy showed that the black guy was shot 12 times in the back, meaning he was fleeing and he was still shot and killed like that. And it was like this the same way, the same thing happens. And as actively as the Chicago Police Department and the DA tried to cover that murder up and mm-hmm. say that Jason Van Dyke didn't do anything wrong. He was acting in self-defense, having all the evidence, knowing that that wasn't true all the way up until the very end. It was like these same things happened. And the reason is for the people in the podcast, because this is the second time I brought up a conversation we had before the podcast. I'm not going to get too much into the conversation, but it was somebody who has a different perspective has a Candace Owens perspective on what systemic racism is and those are the things that are instant counters to what Candace Owens says because you can't ignore the similarities and how these things happen with the systems in place to do it and those are the things that you have to change you can't just be like black people are vic- play victims and they can't go out and do stuff when it's already set up against them from the start I'm so sorry Toby uh, I got a uh... I, I just saw somebody get murdered. Yeah, I had a whole conversation. I had a whole argument with the coon uh, earlier today. Not even earlier today. Murder on the basketball court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nah, All right. <laughs> I, um, I was really, like, I got heated. I don't even want to bring up all. I, it's not even possible for me to go back to bring up all the different points. I was really, 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 really fucking mad. But one of the, I don't, I can't even say one of the main points. I, I guess one of his main points was that we as black people just need to get out of this victim mentality and do what we need to do to be successful. Uh, basically, like just fucking 
string up your bootstraps and go to work because that's the only way it's going to get done. And that is literally something that a fucking racist ass conservative white nigga would say to you. Like, because it's like, I don't understand. I, I do not understand how certain black people, you being black, can't see the the biggest picture that is like, we, can, we shouldn't have to, not even we shouldn't have to, nigga, it's not a, we, we don't need to be dependent on our government to do black, like, what the fuck else is the government there, they're, the government's not, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, the government is there for the people, if not for literally, otherwise people, you wouldn't vote for them, exactly, like you, like, people can govern themselves, it's just supposedly supposed to be easier for the people as you a have whole, a unified body, to do it, to just work on that. Yeah. Like, but if you have certain people who are literally set up within a system to where they cannot achieve certain things and they cannot do certain things, like everybody else within that same the system, then it's like home. it's built against you. Niggas telling me fucking what was the fucking point? Uh, God damn it! It was just so much. Ryan had to stop. It. Ryan literally had to tell me to stop it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> At this point, you gotta agree to disagree. Yeah, I'm not but, agreeing to disagree. Fuck that. Cause it's like I don't. I just be like, bro, I don't. Nigga, dude, nigga told me, are you a were you were you a slave or were your parents slaves? Fuck, does that have to do? <laughs> what are you talking about? I so I'm not both sides believe, of the But then believed though. in generational trauma and yeah. PTSD and like. Like, yeah, it's like literally... It's a bunch of contradictions. Yeah, it's an infinite amount of contradictions. I don't know. I think one of the things... And I, a lot of people have this mentality, well, if I am the one that gets rich, then I can save us from this. I'm not saying that you're not technically right. And, well, no, you're not. You can probably save some people. And, of course, you can't save everybody. You're probably going to save people closest around you. But more so, you wouldn't have to save anybody if people had the resources that they were supposed to have or if people were in a position where they could get those things. If we truly lived in the, like, I don't know, I don't think you can, I guess it's proven, you can't really have a truly, like, capitalist empire without having racism or some people that you're stepping upon in order to build it. You can't have a capitalist empire without poverty. Yeah. And and, and to do it, you have to... And the reason racism goes into it is because it can work for any group. Yeah, Yeah, it can work for any group. But the way racism ties into it is it is specifically meant to make uh, black and brown people and other people of color those Mm. poverty groups. They make you think this shit is normal. Yes, literally, like man, really, y'all just need to get y'all just need to change your mindset. One of the fucking mayors of Texas who resigned said it was the people, the people's fault that the power was out. And basically surviving through a winter storm when Texas did nothing to prepare for it is for the strong. But I don't see why they just targeting Texas like it's not. That was just no. He he just just made the statement. Yeah, that was just what's up now. Yeah, it's the easiest example I can give. Like it's not the closest one because it's like. So in in terms of I mean because I was here for a little bit of conversation I I do I am torn between the two because I do understand like. In terms of a victim mentality, I get. See, my thing is like, I get it, but we're. I get what you're the that point, but we're still in a system see, but, designed for so, us to fail. But now my point is, are you still playing the system, or are you trying to change it? No, you, of course you're because, trying to change well, it because thing, because you gotta because we I didn't mean, get to that to the end. Huh? We didn't get to that part till the end. Okay. Where I really got to tell them, like, yeah, no, like. This is how I think you could change it based off of the research and reading that I've done. But in the beginning, when they were shouting, but how, how, how are you going to get to that, that point to 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 
to put that in motion. You, you know what I mean? To. Like, and, and I, I, I and I totally understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, but it's it's, st- it's, it's almost it's, it's 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 you gotta you gotta understand both sides. I mean, because. You still wanna, you still want your moms to not have to worry about paying her rent. You still, I mean, I have children, so I still, I, I know I want, I, I want my son to be good. I want him, mm-hmm. I want him to understand mm-hmm. what what's going on in the world. But at the same time, I want him to be have what he needs because that's I, that's what white people do for their kids. When their kids leave the house, they have about a hundred thousand in the bank. Go to go to but, school. I can only understand. But, I can only understand that. Yeah, I can only understand that, 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 that side. So, if it's like that, if it's like if that's what you're automatically coming to the table okay. with, it, like first off for me, you got to so acknowledge the because you you know you have to acknowledge the system in the first part, and then from there, if you want to say victim mentality, because there are black people in this country who aren't actively trying to better themselves mm-hmm. and the people around them. And so that was the first point. Yeah. He was saying that they had been mentally distraught for so long that they're thinking, this is it. Right. This is what we're supposed to. And it's no way that we're going to grow up and say, I can't do this mm-hmm. because, you know, mm-hmm. we, my ancestors been slaves. Mm-hmm. What I feel like you were trying to say was mm-hmm. nobody's complacent saying that they're going to do that. But we do understand even as a black man reaching the presidency, he's not even the one running the country. Mm-hmm. It's right. a group of mm-hmm. higher Caucasian people mm-hmm. up there that's still saying, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah. Really it's, he's not, it's, it's not a cabinet full of niggas that's in charge of running or and doing Congress a lot. There's literally, niggas. we are literally living in a country, in a system. And it's not the fact that it's not changeable or it's never changeable. That's not even what I was fucking saying. Because I was like, I'm not, I'm not one for, if that was the case, then literally nobody, no nigga, like I was like, I'm not going to teach my kids, hey bro, don't even try to be no astronaut or no doctor or nothing like that because that's not even, nigga, you not white, bro, come on, bro. <laughs> like, no, that'd be fucking right. stupid as fuck. I, but like Toby said, you have to acknowledge these are the conditions these are, and these are, are what's going on. And like you said, face. we're in a system. You can say, okay, well, this I'm, this nigga didn't grow up shooting guns in the street, blah, blah, blah. But it's a reason that a lot of niggas are in those conditions and it's not like it's just random it's not like black people just woke up one day and was just and like chose violence they just literally just chose violence when you're in an Which environment ter- talking point that when as we talking about residual issues. slave income bro i work i've said this multiple times on this podcast me and my dad be delivering cabinets and furniture sometimes not furniture so much but like cabinets to peep to subdivisions subdivisions being built but some days we'll just go house to house and deliver cabinets to people building houses they're just replacing kitchens and shit. And most of the people getting the cabinets are white people. But the crazy thing be, I just be pulling up in some of these subdivisions. I just be mad. I will we'll literally drive. I've been in situations where we've driven past cotton fields, bro. And then drive and then pull up in a rich ass subdivision. All the houses big as fuck. White people renovating their fucking kitchen and shit. And it's like, bro, it just be so painful because it's like, nigga, I know somewhere you're good. Your kids are good, and your parents were good, and Pro- you're good because your parents were good, property, and so on and so uh, forth. Property because is the oldest fucking way to get rich in America, because slaves were property. Literally, you like you're benefiting directly, like like, like like Kale land. said, slavery was a business. It was a genius, diabolical business, but it was fucked up, and you shouldn't do that and to thing, nobody. And the thing about those that, houses is, when you go back and look, and you look at things like gerrymandering that mm-hmm. affects the politicians that you get to put in, and you look at redlining, and you look at the fact that mm-hmm. there's a story circulating on Twitter right now where this black couple 
it, this isn't even the first time, and mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're the same story or not. They had they got their house appraised, and it was like super low. And they had it was and it was well the one was it was an interracial couple mm-hmm. and it was all the pictures of the black lady's family and kids and stuff like that and their house was appraised for like super low like let's say it was appraised for like I don't remember the details let's say it was like two hundred thousand right mm-hmm. and then they took all her shit down and just put up the white man and it was appraised for over five hundred thousand mm-hmm. like that's the difference in it and then there's one that's circulating now where. Somebody had to intervene to say, yo, this house is worth like $500,000, but their appraisal was low. Like, those are the things that we're talking about, where it's like, you can't ignore those and you can't be like, yo, it's victim mentality because you're not coming up. Where it's like, yo, bro, it's just right here. It's definitely 300000 just because she's black. 300000 just because she's black. And a woman. I'm about to say, and we're not, because I'm about to say, we're not even talking about to say, like, were your parents slaves? This is so disrespectful. Because it's not even like, nigga. No, but like the effects of there are literally bro, residual effects it, of slavery. But if you look it at it, stop. slavery ended as terms of people in the cotton fields picking cotton as slaves only something like 150 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the life expectancy is 75. Mm-hmm. My grandfather is 78. He will be 79 this year. His parents. Two of my grandfather's ages combined. His grandparents were more than likely slaves. Right, literally, like literally, that's the thing. Literally, right? like I've, I used to. Yeah, have, I talked about this so name. many different times. Exactly. Shows, my last bro. name is Lee, bro. My dad's name is essentially Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. I was almost Robert E. Lee the third. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man! Oh, no, no. I, I need to buy a land, bro. I need something. <laughs> I was just going to say that slavery haven't ended that long ago. So it's not. It really my, hasn't been that long. Like. Right now, I think yeah, my my dad or whatever was born in '59. His mother and them—I mean, like my great great grandparents were slaves right. in Macon on the Atkins plantation. That's Yo, how we got that's how you right mean? there. I um, I've talked to, I've talked about this dude Jeff so many times on the show, bro. One day we were talking. Jeff was like sixty, and he was like, "Bro, I've been to like my grandparents. I've literally been to their like slave plot. Like he was like they had like, I think." He told me some sad story, some super sad story. I can't even fucking play the violin. He told me some super sad story. He was like, bro, I really sat there and I like really cried because like these niggas, like they were free before they died, but they just didn't know shit. Not yeah, about and, the, the, it was and even like, ending slavery, you got to go through reconstruction yeah. before you even get to Jim Crow. And even mm-hmm. in like Jim Crow, I'm going to bring this book up again. Jeffrey Haas is a white Jewish man mm-hmm. who grew up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um... His grandfather was born in like 1860, 1865. Mm-hmm. Slaves were still there. He, like, so he, his parents, or his great-grandparents, before they came to Atlanta in the 1850s, whenever they came, mm-hmm. came from Germany. They were German Jews. So, and that was still 80 years before Hitler rose to power, right? So, but even still in that, he talked about how he had a... A black maid, essentially, and a black built nigga who was working in the field because they had a farm. They weren't slaves, but they weren't treated equal as the white people or anything like that. He grew up with them. He talked about going to a baseball game at uh, fucking uh, that stadium over by Grady. Um, uh, before it was like Grady, I can't think of the name of it, but way before it was Grady, it was in that same area and. 
the black people had to sit at another place. And like he was like eight or nine, and he went with another friend, and he was like, oh, you know, we thought it was wrong, but we never spoke up about it. Nobody ever talked about it because it was just kind of like the normal thing, right? And then it, and he was like, it wasn't until he got to college and he talked to other white people who had that same upbringing and realized that, damn, like they low key weren't treated equal as us. Like we had slaves, like even after slavery ended like that thing was still the norm it that also related me back to fucking get out because you had the groundskeeper who was the dad who couldn't be jesse owens and then you had the uh kitchen lady the maid who was the mom like it was like the same shit like that was how they grew up and that shit still happens today you see it in new york when you have the caribbean and jamaican housemaid for the rich white people and the brownstones and shit. i actually want to i do want to bring this up not even just the because we just talk about a lot this is just talking about American. I mean, we were talking about in America. We were just talking about American like racism and colorism. One of my one of my roommates, my newest roommate. Oh my god, yo, we had a guest appearance from Kenny before the fucking show started. That shit was crazy. Then he came up here and literally told me, "Yo, I just want to let y'all know, I am living had downstairs." The unmitigated gall, the like gall, the audacity him, of these niggas. We got a whole episode called World War Kenny, episode sixteen. Go check it out. Whole episode <laughs> where this nigga was. He was like Where's sitting on the couch. He went through the fucking frame. He opened the door. He was going upstairs, banging shit. Like, like you could, like if you watch the video, you could visibly see it on my face, mask and all. Like, bro, like there were moments where I was just like, bro, fuck him. Nah, and then just went back to talking. I, I, at one point, I thought he got into a fight with a. Uh, uh, Jay's roommate and there was just like a loud thud there's a like, bold boom. bang like that shit was like literally ground chicken it was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like we look at the, like the there's the doorway so we, everybody just look like yo what is like what is going on <laughs> but, and you can um, hear it in the audio but um it was a whole reason but I have a room another roommate uh that's uh staying where he is now and uh, he came downstairs and we talked. We talked about a lot of shit, right, and just different shit. But one of the things that we talked about was just the diaspora of black people around the world and how, like, because uh, I think I asked him, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I think I asked him, I was like, so do you think the treatment of black people in America is just worse than everywhere else? Because I was like, I think that was probably, that's where I was swaying at towards when I was going into the conversation. And he was like, bro, no, like, it's just different in different places. Like, there are, as not pers- there he was like there are technically pros and cons to this shit like cuz he was like over here it's systemic is like it's american slavery but he was I like for example brazil slavery, brazil yeah. had larger and i think even harsher slave colonies than america did mm-hmm. and he was like even after slavery was over there there were whole cullings of people where they just group all the black people up and be like Bro, no, we got to get rid of these niggas because they're actually darker and they're going to fa- basically tank the whole population. So they kill people. They have what things where they like... Haiti just for being the dude, one yeah. nation yeah. that actually yeah. fought yeah. back in the, in the beginning of this shit. Yeah, right? I, was actually about to, I was actually about to bring that up because of the fact that basically Haiti and the Dominican Republic are right next basically to the same... The same landmass. The same landmass. You have uh, an array of Dominicans just saying that they're not uh, black no, Papi, I know they black. look like us. Mm-hmm. Exactly like us. The fact that the the uh, Dominican government is revoking people's uh, citizenship because of they have Haitian heritage or Haitian ancestral, mm-hmm. like the shit is crazy. Right? Yeah, like, like they literally kicking people out of the country, killing people. Mm-hmm. Like it's more colorism just because you're darker. Like, yeah, it's definitely more colorism in other because in those other countries they're still um, like black and brown. Mm-hmm. Like here, it's systemic and racism because we are dealing with white people mm-hmm. but 
most of these other countries are closer to the equator, which means just from science, we know they're going to be darker skin. And even, they still get the ones who are just darker. Even the fact that, like, you brought up the point that, like, black people do come to this country. There are black people who come to this country and they're like, I'm black. And there are black people here that are like, no, you're not black because of black. And yeah. they're like, dude, you can't tell this nigga he's not black. Like, in his country. Yeah, he's fucking black. They literally call him a nigger. So, like, not saying that's what makes him black, but, yeah, he's I mean, it's it's, one of the terms that goes along with it. I think there are so many different subtleties to it because I was even talking to to somebody and they were like, dude, they call us, we're African-Americans now because they try to like differentiate us from everybody else. Race and ethnicity kills people. mm -hmm. It's beating niggas ass. It don't even exist for real, but it's like... The, they got colors on the ethnicity chart now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, like the fucking... I, remember, I don't know when they changed it, but I don't remember filling out, like, applications and stuff and having to specify that I was black but not Hispanic. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were always yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I had this thing I was like, remember I, I they were different. And every time, yeah, you got to check off if you black. Like black like every literally every other item on that checkbox is literally like a race or ethnicity. And then black is just a color. Oh, yep. Exactly. Like it's just a <laughs> yeah, color. It's a and, and it says, and I saw one that said black, not African American. Like distinctively meaning, like, oh yeah, and you're a black other American. Other. But you're not like African American. I'm going to start checking other. I'm going to start checking other. I'm going to have to bubble in other African American. I'm checking white. Like we're doing everything online. I'm checking white. I sound white on the phone once you see me and you're like damn you're not the phone you then I'm gonna do whatever I got to make a case thought, like I thought you I mean, were somebody else were you, were you gonna change up on me like what's up so you know is this that much of an issue is it that is much it of an issue yeah, that my, much, that's how you feel my fault I checked the wrong box like, but what, what we got a problem oh my <laughs> like, god bro like yeah it's just it, I don't know. It's just different. I don't know what the world solution is. That's what the real. That's what my biggest thing is. I don't know what the solution is for the world because it's enough to talk about just America, and that's hard to fix in and of itself. But after you fix it, well, I mean, I guess in a way, if you fix America, you could vicariously fix the world uh, because yeah, everybody. Not saying everybody else looks exactly at what a lot of people it, it's not putting black people in positions of power. Wait, which is not only putting black people. No, because it's my thing is not even. It's kind of about putting black people in. And positions. it kind of depends it's, on which positions of power you. Put we had them a in. black president. I don't. But okay, this, this is. But I think in high time we got to change. This we got to understand about, why it didn't though. That. But yeah. the thing, my thing is like more specifically, if you go, okay, we that's the perfect example. We had a black president. So going forward into the future, naturally there are going to be more people of color filling these roles because America is becoming more diverse as time goes on. As we, um, luckily we haven't had. That's why I was saying, like, sadly to say, there are pros and cons of not per se the racism, but racism over here is bad. In a way, and then racism over there is bad. In a way, and the racism racism over here isn't bad. In the way that where they're trying to like cleanse black people off the fucking market, they're just like we don't fuck with y'all, and we're trying and we're going to try to keep y'all oppressed. Do I think that will change? De- definitely, because like I said, as time goes on, you the the generations that are moving forward are be are they're still racist fuck shits throughout it, but there are like they're more there's more of a um 
the probability of change is a lot higher. You're going to get more people. And then in like 75 years, the average person in the country is going to be actually about your, yeah, about literally about your complexion. And like, because everybody literally, now we live in a time period where everybody's like, I think that can also attest to just the era we're in. Mm -hmm. Like we're in an informational era where information gets around literally in like like less than a second, milliseconds. So, and just the fact that a lot of history is being spread, I think it will definitely... Even That's as far as the true. media, the media that we're consuming. We're in an informational era, so I feel like if we were to... Let me use Donald Trump mm-hmm. as an example. Like a reverse Donald Trump. We take... Twitter. You know, what? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shit, like... take... I'm just using an example. Okay. <laughs> Falls in love with a okay. nigga. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure at their house right now, when they sitting at the dinner table, it's all them. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So you take uh we fall we have Donald Trump's daughter fall in love with a nigga. And they have kids. And have kids. Okay, so look, this is actually, it goes what I was what, just what, about to what say What did Kanye about, say? Uh, I know what and if I saw my niggas impregnate Bridget, <laughs> you're going to make another, another nigga. nigga. Yo, the, uh, on uh, the um, media, media recently, oh my God. <laughs> oh, she don't even know what the fuck. It's fucking close. Okay. The uh the media that we're consuming even recently, I don't know if you guys noticed, but on um on um what's that, JC? On uh commercials now, they're literally showing a lot of interracial couples. Like yeah, that's literally are. a staple. One of the things I noticed is like you see it in like the BMW. Just because they're broadcasting it, don't mean they under they still understand what it feels like to be our family. I'm, I'm, I'm not per se saying I'm not. You're you're. I do agree with that because I've had that conversation with people, but the fact that it's being normalized means that, like, literally the fact that you turn, when you were a kid, you didn't really see. I don't ever feel like it's being normalized for them. Ever. I, I think it, I think in a way it is because I feel like, this, and this is what I mean by that. I think they, the, would, I think they would prefer to keep their, uh, their bloodlines. I think they would, they I would, think but their kids, so but our generation that's what I'm saying, but their kids one. are right, really yeah. caring. Right. The same okay, way, okay. the same way that you have cartoons okay. that have, like, that have LGBTQ like relationships now. Of course, their parents are probably like, I don't want them to see it. But one, they're probably not looking at the shit their kids are looking at 100% anyway, of the time, yeah. even 50% uh, yeah. of the time. And then the kids are watching it and they're like, Oh, dude, okay, this is normal. This is yeah, normal. Saying, so yeah, when they normal. get older and when they're adults and their parents is it's like, Okay, and that's what I mean. Like going forward in generations, like it, it's going to. Is is going to fade, and that's why I've talked about this. That's why white people are so up in arms now, and why they were so in support of Trump and a lot of different things because they can feel it literally slipping away from them. They're like, mm-hmm. our they country, we don't have our country no more. It's, 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 it's literally, it's in, literally and they can't do. It. That's why they're like, literally they're really angry. Wild. Like it's nothing. They were wild the last four years. Yes, like, and the, like the, really wild. The, and what's about to? And what's about oh, to happen? Wild. They still wild, but and it what's was happening like, and what they the real and, and what the real issue is and what the real issue has always been is the money because once that veil is gone, once you can't really put like a bunch of people against each other based on black and race and shit because it's like nigga, I like once we get fucking eighty years old and we got kids and grandkids and our kid and our grandkids are like twenty years old they're gonna be like nigga. 
my mom is, I don't know, my mom, not even my mom. My kids, our kids are going to be like, dude, fuck race, like, generally. Like, I'm still black, but now, like, fuck. But that's but why they focus on the money, it? because now what they're doing, they're switching it, they're shifting it from, from, from racism to classism now, because that's, that's what it's been. That's what it's becoming, because, okay, y'all don't give a fuck shit, say less, we That's what it's always been, that's what it's always been. Racism is a mask for cap, for for classism in capitalism. You put people against each other to be like, oh damn, like that's what these you can niggas say. Like, it's like it's not racist anymore. It's like they don't want to look at you because you're at a lower class. Like I promise that's you, where, that's definitely. Where I promise you, these, I mean, it's definitely the, the more racist people in America are really the poor people, bro. The rich people don't really give a fuck about if you're black or white. And do you have they the money? Just, they want to keep your money. That's not yeah. your concern. Yeah. They, they want to keep your money. money. I don't think they don't care. Black people don't. Black people just happen to care. We just have to They more so just want to keep their money. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We just happen to be. more so about the money. We just happen to be the oppressed people that are poor. Rich people now, don't like. They I learn guess how to capitalize on the hate of the poor whites mm-hmm. at the same but, time. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. They don't, bro. They, they view a poor. They view a poor Latino person, a poor black person, and a poor Asian group. person. A poor. They're like, bro, you're fucking broke. Get out of my face. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your race is. So what, what I'm is saying is, and yeah, I'm about to say, what is your actual value? And that's what all of it is a mask for. Because we're gonna get eventually, it's gonna get to the point where it's like, oh damn, actually, the whole thing, the whole time has been. Niggas got money, and a lot of niggas don't have money. The reason we're looked at the way we're looked at is because we just happen to be the oppressed people. If the oppressed people were, for whatever reason, Asians, then they would be looked at as those people, and the rich people would just get rich and capitalize okay. off of those people. Because rich people just don't like that's that's the thing, and that's the that's the other really big thing, bro. It doesn't really matter. I want people to understand, like getting rich. Of course, a lot of people, especially if you don't have money, you come from a position where you haven't even had money like that. You want to be rich, and you want to have money but it's really like that is not like you really want your people taken care of yeah i like, mean because at the end of the day the goal is wealth you mm-hmm. know what i mean something i could leave for my children something that i know okay this mm-hmm. house is for my man when he's mm-hmm. in college yes. you don't gotta worry about a dorm mm-hmm. you ain't gotta worry about that fee. Right. you know what i mean that's that, but that's that's you know that's what you that's what the goal is so mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with everything rich riches are isn't the goal it's, mm-hmm. it's generational wealth yes but that's mm-hmm. the the reason, that's, the reason why white people can just have happy ass lives, dude. I'm but fucking. I, I still feel like with uh, money, like <laughs> money. the rich is still racist. I'm not. Yeah, they definitely I, are because they're still. Majority I don't feel white. like they say, you know what? I got enough money. Let's, let's, you know. Ignore racism today. It's it's. Yeah, I, I, I you still but got I, your pure people that just just still dude, just hate so those people. Told, those okay, same okay, people. Here we go. Right here. Sports owners. Mm-hmm. Team owners, mm-hmm. Richard and mm-hmm. Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. Let's let's take it there. Mm-hmm. Billion dollar franchise. Mm-hmm. Tony Romo, mm-hmm. bad back. Mm-hmm. Didn't win a playoff game, but you paid him. Instead of him, Dak took you to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Won a game, mm-hmm. more yards in the in the, his first. Never years. missed a game until he tore his ACL, whatever the injury um, is. QBRs is yeah. way higher than Romo's in his mm-hmm. first couple years. Who won't pay the man? See, no, it's not to say has I don't. Issues. I'm sorry. I, well, now. Because Dak only had Dak only had one issue. I'm not saying but even still and that's that has, But even still in Dak has <laughs> issues. I think was he I, not as good at least as Romo? He 
He has the potential. Yeah, he has the potential. Well, that's, whoa, he's 25. Whoa, 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 that's what you're banging quarterback on right now. What about his rookie years? Romo's the most. Romo is what? But probably Dak. Dak had a thing where he was like requesting. Pretty high. What was it? He wanted forty in no, DC. No, 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 no. But, but he wasn't even sure if he wanted to stay. Dak but but the thing about that with the deal. quarterback, whoever is the next quarterback to get paid Dude. is the highest until the next one. And it's just but he wasn't even asking for even throw money. The guarantee, the hundred million guarantee, was okay. Even though Deshaun Watson had signed his one forty, his thing was he didn't want to be in that system where he knew Lamar Jackson's coming up. Mm. He know the next couple quarterbacks is coming up. So why would I say you're gonna pay me forty million for five years when I know in three years the quarterback market is gonna change? Mm-hmm. So give me a four year mm-hmm. deal. Give me a three year deal. Why I need to play for you for six years making the same money? Just like Patrick Mahomes deal. I actually think that plays into both. Could, both y'all arguments. I feel like Patrick Mahomes I, deal worst deal for a quarterback to ever sign. Ten mm-hmm. years, you guarantee half a half a, a billion dollars. Okay, good. One is not even all guaranteed. One hundred forty-one yeah, million. That is guaranteed. guaranteed. He is yeah. not gonna get no half a billion dollars from them. Why? Right. Because he's gonna have a problem with that. What was? I think what was guaranteed was a four hundred mil, right? No, no, it's only one hundred forty-one million guaranteed. That's all he's guaranteed. And if he's injured, it's lower than that. I think he only get like eighty-two point. That's why he played million. with turf toe instead of getting surgery before the Super Bowl. Because if if you hurt. And you can't play, you can't produce the numbers that you were producing. You don't get any of the incentives yeah, or why? anything on this deal. But however, the market in ten years, forty million. I mean, you got the market you got in two years is gonna be crazy. Exactly. In a couple years, they're gonna be paying somebody fifty. You got million. Trevor Lawrence coming up in three years. He gonna be probably at fifty. Our rich people. I've been really over here contemplating this since mm-hmm. you said that. Our rich. I don't think rich white people. Are inherently racist. Yes. Yes. I do. Like I don't. Oh, I, 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 wait, 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 I don't wait, wait, think wait, that's wait, the wait, concern. Wait, though, wait, but wait, no. I'm about, about to say because I also don't think that's really the concern. I don't think they're. It depends on what level of rich. I don't. Think if you talking about old ass rich white people, yes. If we're talking about like a thirty rich, a thirty year old, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think if you looked at it. Jeff Bezos is racist. as racist as, <laughs> as somebody racist. who's old yeah. like Warren Buffett and up there, right? Yeah, I like Their the, level the of NFL racism NFL is slightly different. The, the, I can okay, see that, that yeah. the, 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 the Or NFL owners, point, the, the, the NFL owners are racist as fuck, and they old as shit. I don't think Mark Cuban is really all that racist. No, the NBA is, that? is different. What? I don't the think Mark Cuban is slightly different. Really? You think yes. he is? Mark Cuban is Mark Cuban. I'm a Maverick fan. I'm a heavy Dallas fan. And if they're older than NBA owners, I'm a Dallas Mark. Mark Cuban did say we stop. We're not gonna do the fucking national anthem in the NBA no more. Exactly. Wait, but the, but, that, but, I mean, but, that, but the thing about that was it was a conversation. They did do it for twelve games before anybody noticed, and then they brought it up. And the only reason people noticed was because when they the thirteenth game, fans started coming in. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like it was to started a, a conversation. Mm-hmm. NFL owners and NBA governors are different because the entities operate differently with how they That's treat. True. Not only just black people, but their players. Mm-hmm. The NBA is more willing to listen to the players because Have they understand how Mark much Cuban of the problem kneel is. With his players? No, but they, they can't nail. Why can't they nail? Well, they nailed in the bubble, but I they literally, they but literally, say, the NBA, NBA I think the NBA amended a rule. Like it was, they, they literally had a rule yeah. in place well before. Kneel. Wait, was he in the bubble? 
Mark Cuban? Yes. I don't know if he was, was he on the, the floor. Mark Cuban was in the bubble. He was definitely on the floor. He didn't kneel with the players? No. Let's look it up. Mark Cuban will not kneel. And and he did an interview with, um, I'm going to think of the lady name in a minute. He did an interview with this lady and, you know, she asked him, well, he's rich. why don't you kneel with your players? And he was just like, everybody have different, different beliefs and different opinions. So to me, I immediately start thinking like, this guy's racist. Because if you can't put your opinion aside to listen to what your players is trying to say, no, then at this point, he didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't. I'm racist. Wait, wait, wait. We got the quote. We got the quote right here. He, he said, "If they were taking a knee and they were being respectful, I'd be proud of them. Hopefully, I'd join them." But he wasn't there. But that means he wasn't there to do it. With he said, if they no, no, were no, 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 that doesn't mean he wasn't there. He was what? definitely there. He means I hopefully should, I joined I them you. in kneeling, not I joined them in being in the bubble. That That's mean, it. So that wait. means hopefully I joined them in kneeling. But wait, so I don't understand. Here's the clip. Trust me. Roll well, the clip. That's what I'm saying. I need to see a video of him, and I need to see a video because I'm pretty sure he did And trust me, no, like, like they're they're still racist. They're I'm not just probably not as, as racist as most NFL owners. Yeah, and like I said, as, and, as I think, and I think down. their racism is different. Like even in that with Mark Cuban, his racism is masked as patriotism because he's gonna go back onto the flag and the military and be like, "That's why I'm not kneeling with them." But, but at the same time, that? you got so that that's that's why I say it. it's racism masked as patriotism because at the same time. In the okay. after World War Two, you had black soldiers who came back and didn't get the GI Bill like the white soldiers came back and got. Like that's why Drew fucking breeze pissed me off so fucking much. I respected the man, but you know, but he said he wouldn't kneel for the flag because his grandfather fought in war. My grandfather fought in the war. My grandfather couldn't come out and sit with your grandfather after they both shed blood on the battlefield and lost comrades and soldiers. So I don't give a fuck about you talking about because of the war. And the military, because this whole kneeling during the black thing started from Kaepernick, who talked to a Green Beret, who told him to kneel. Because soldiers kneel to pray, they kneel over their fallen. Soldiers, athletes, go to a knee. That's all Little League. If somebody's down and hurt, everybody goes to a knee to pay homage. When uh, fucking Gordon Hayward, Shin was all out his ankle, Dwayne Wade is a meme because he was kneeling down praying like, yo, that's crazy. I hope he's okay. It's a sign of respect. How can you kneel in prayer and then still be disrespectful to a fucking flag? That in it you say our nation under God. The fucking hypocrisy of these white people really got me high. And it's Black History Month. Dead in the middle of Black History Month. All right, man. The shortest month. The shortest month. 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 Nets and Lakers. But no, let's talk Brooklyn. about our special guest before we get on this. We're gonna get on this. Our special guest before we get to that. Don't say Deuce and Lord I King. Lord. Uh, I know Lord I King has a new single out. What's the name of it? Definitely. Uh, Chess with uh featuring Joe with the flow. All right. Hey, my nigga Joe. Most definitely, most definitely, and I got a whole lot of dropping this Saturday, as well as a video for Chess. 
Okay, yes. I'll bless you. Most definitely. Y'all go check that out. I know my man Dose got an album coming out on Friday. Yeah, Rocket Mode is coming out Friday. Um, I feel like it's it's a good piece. I've had multiple celebrities reach out and try to kind of take <laughs> my lyrics, my writing. They want to use the song for whatever. Not going. Um, still independent. Uh, you know, I promote on Instagram, mm-hmm. through all my channels. I actually purchased a couple billboards. Um, but yeah, Rock and Mode, this Friday, it's coming out. It's my first album, first mm-hmm. body of work. Um, I dropped two EPs recently just to kind of drop. Didn't really have any direction, but I feel like Rock and Mode would give better direction. So, mm-hmm. you know, just check it out, give a listen. Mm-hmm. You know what you think? I, wanna, I don't know how much time we have left. I did want to like ask actual questions. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, yeah, other yeah. than just like the hey, what y'all got? Because I know, because we go back to high school, so I know one of your main, a couple of your main inspirations are like Drake and Two Chainz, <laughs> um, and I do still hear it in the music. Yeah, you, you, know? you definitely. Two Chainz kind of fell second to Drake, only because you know Drake get popular, more personal, and it's mm-hmm. just but like he's hey, two and he's not two. So you he can't, can't be second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So two Chainz is, is 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 definitely a big influence because I mean, <laughs> sorry, that was my right. reason for oh, Two no. Chainz, um, growing up in College Park, you I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally drink. watching him, you, you know, sell drugs <laughs> right on the corner, Wait. got the. It looks like we got something to say about Drake. Ooh. Who got something to say about Drake? There's no slide about Drake. Oh, no. What's the what's, 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 I'm pretty sure you'll hear the influence in the album. Let's just talk about GOAT status. Is Drake a GOAT? Drake是一個很重要的角色。Yes, that have done bigger musical strides than Drake. I've been and that have taken people that have been absolutely nobody. I disagree. And I disagree. Absolutely nobody. I disagree. That can take a person with a network I disagree. of zero. But that doesn't give them money. That, 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 those do not, those that do not count as musical strides. That's just using. Yes, it is. Those are not musical strides. If I, if Michael Jackson was alive. Wait, stop. Wait, wait, stop. No, wait, no, stop. If Michael Jackson was alive and I got Michael Jackson. On my record, that's not a musical stride for Michael Jackson. That's just Michael Jackson on my record, thus boosting my own popularity. Two different eras, and giving me two different no, genres. I'm not talking Michael about Michael Jackson, though. Hold on, it's the me, same concept. Me, look, I, please, I promise you, Michael Jackson is the GOAT of all time. And if I could work with anybody, not, if I could watch anybody, if I could go to any concerts, mm-hmm. if I could do anything, it will be Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But nobody, I, hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on. Nobody is more crisp than Michael Jackson. 
I'm Nobody can pull together saying, more talent than so Michael Jackson. Talking about Drake. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. Drake could, no. could not match Michael not. Jackson, but this is two different eras, two different That's genres. not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm using Michael Jackson in the same sense that if I say, if I get Jay-Z on my record, that's not a musical stride for Jay-Z. That's Jay-Z on my record. That's boosting my popularity. As if, if I get no, Drake no, no, on no, my record. That's a musical stride for Jay-Z. If Jay Z had Michael Jay-Z. Jackson, that's a stride. When Drike went in and did a feature, how is that? To what, are you defining as what are you defining as a stride in music then? I mean, just making a huge difference. I don't think, but those people that Drake got on records, a lot of those niggas don't per se end up places after those records. Some of them do. Little baby, you got little baby. Oh, I mean, look what this is. Got the weekend. It's got Gibby and it's got it. Young yeah, Blue. Yeah, he does got yeah, a lot of Young movies. Blue. Mm-hmm. Three albums out before Drake hopped on this music. That How is, much of Young Blue, Blue have you listened to before you're still mine? But look at but look at outside of Atlanta, how big the Migos grew off of the Migos. I was just Migos just not Block Boy have you listened to? Block Boy Day B Nobody's listening to Block Boy. Nobody's listening to Block Boy Jay B like that. No, 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 no. He had music out. Block Boy. JB wasn't just a nobody in he his got city. Rover song, he I, had music out. Okay, look, this is my thing. And then guess what? Drake touched him, really. and it was a stride from but there. I, he up. I don't think that's a stride. But I'm talking about for Drake, not for the people, not for the people that he's on the. Of course, that's what I mean. This it's is what a stride I mean. for Drake because he's done it for 30 years. But he hasn't done it for 30. Bro, no, three like, decades. He hasn't done it for three. Drake, Drake's 30. Drake's 30. Drake have done this dumb music Since for the, almost you 30 years. To the, you go back to you go back to like all. He's Drake, like, he's done, 34. Oh, who watched the Grassy? 06. No, that's 16. 15. That's 15. Okay. That's Come on, bro. Two decades. Yeah. Like, but Even I'm not. Still. But, 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 but A, it didn't start off like that. And B, the other thing is, like, I don't it know. It didn't like start I said, off like that. But, like, the big, the biggest point that I was trying to make is that you can use that example for literally anybody if you get them on your record. Like, no, if you, not no, bro. If Jay Z gets, if Jay Z, you telling then me Drake, if Jay Z had a drop the verse on Versace, I would not be listening to it right now. I guess that's fair. But if, if Jay Z had a guy on Blockboy JB, I would not be listening to Blockboy JB right now. But the thing about it is, I don't listen to him. Anyway, I'm just saying that one song. <laughs> but, the, but the thing about but it is... you're not is, listening to that, but you're not listening to those one, people for that you, song, yeah, you really. You're listening for Drake's part. If there's if Drake one thing has, about Hope, it's rare that you... It's rare that you but that's a part of his goatness, But it's rare. That but, is a part of his goatness. But, like, that's, but that's not... I don't. I still don't see that as a stride. But I, I would see as a the map, though. I wouldn't be listening... Now, Migos. Migos got other songs. I listen to them because of Drake. But I said Migos outside of Atlanta. We're from Atlanta, so Yeah, but even still, you know, they from the North. We wasn't really... We didn't really rock with them. No, like that. We like wasn't running around yelling Bando Bando like that. We'll respect yeah. both ends of the whole production. You saying it's not a stride for Drake, but it, it is at the fact that he could touch somebody in his golden. It's magic. It takes his network up. It takes his value up that he can just touch anybody. If he came and Touch gave him a verse right now. He'll be famous tomorrow. He'll be on every TV show. But that sitting down talking to. But the thing is, that doesn't guarantee. That doesn't guarantee one success. Drake can do guarantee it. 
I'm sorry, Drake guarantees. You have success guarantees. I mean, it's Drake is Are you defining success? Are you talking about long-term success? So who have Drake? Yes, but that's still success. success. But that's still success. That's still success. And what he did with the money after that ain't great fault. Yeah, if you play, if you play your cards right. If you tell me one person, if you can beat a weekend, tell me one person Drake touched that's not successful right now. Because if if you can beat a weekend, you just said you don't listen to Block Boy JB. Now, of course, I guess by having a Drake feature, you do bring a bigger audience to your shit. But like I said, that that doesn't ensure long term. I don't think that ensures long term success. And I don't I mean, think that that like anybody. Not saying anybody. Black Boy can, JB not, okay, will forever eat off his song with Drake. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't. But see, I that I residual check still rolling in. Especially in the era of streaming. But I don't. I don't know, man. I think somebody, me and somebody had this conversation. I think me and my friend Paul, shout out to Paul, had this conversation. The concept that, like, after something becomes, like, com- I guess kind of commodity and commercial, it takes away from the art. And I feel like that's one of my biggest things with Drake. It feels like a lot of the music that he's made since a certain time period, and I'm not the only one who thinks this, but a lot of music that he's made since a certain time period, I want to say since about 2015, 2016, going forward, has been a lot more... Huh? Since nothing was the same? Since nothing was the same, uh, a lot of was. Uh, um, if uh, you're reading this, is too, too late. late. But nothing was the same with 2013. It, uh, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if you're reading this, is too late. After that <laughs> point, everybody said that nothing was the same. Yeah, yeah everybody said. But that, but that's, but wait, 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 but I think, but to that point is that. After that point, he was like, oh, dude, I can make money off of this shit, and I can do this shit, and I can make a, f- I can have, like, formulas for what I'm doing, and I can make money off of this shit because... Huh? Which means when you... To wait, piggyback wait. off what he was saying, I, I, I just think it's not in good... Uh, I don't think the sentiment is good. As or as, as, it's not the same sentiment. Does that mean you're listening not, for the wrong no, reason? No, you're no, listening no, for no, that pop the music. Don't be on the radio that's going to blow it up. No, as an artist, if your fan base wanted it, would you just not give it to them? Just yes, like, because it's not about them. It's about me, the artist. My I mean, music. It's about I mean, what I. It's about no. It's about what. If, if, it, when if you it, create, but I mean, as an artist, when you create a fan base, don't as to a certain extent they become it's like not a part you don't, of, of what yes, you build your foundation. Yes, so don't. Yes, I mean, but you, it's still. Not, but I. No, I don't mean over X. I mean Drake. Dude, okay, I'm gonna give you the perfect example. When same, you said I mean, not bigger yeah. strides of music have been made in the last few years, I feel like Tyler Creator made a bigger stride of music with fucking Igor than yeah, yeah, Drake yeah, has Earthquake, has made yeah. any really anywhere in the history so, of his. Wait, look, uh, let, let me explain. Didn't he win a Grammy for that? Yes, and yeah, it's because it's because. He went from, he produced, he did everything on that album except for master it because you're not supposed to master your own stuff as an artist because somebody else, like, hears it different. And I guess make the album artwork. He produced it. He got the lyrics. He went and yeah, got right, certain people it. out. It was if like, you bro, just... talk about that, we got to put Russ on the table. I don't know. Russ Ooh. did the same thing. Yeah, Produces know. all his work. Independent. I I, I don't mean, know, but I Russ mean, is not on the same level I'm, as Tyler the Creator with it. I mean, oh, Russ, I mean, Russ is, I mean, Russ is I mean, not. I mean, he's not. I mean, well, well, Tyler well, the Creator well, is literally well, like the. the I'm, not, I'm not saying Tyler the Creator is a cult leader. Yeah, he has a cult family. He's a he's a cult leader of it. He's like yeah, he's not. Russ is not on that level. Okay, how many genres is he in? You can't not. How many genres have he? Russ does not have the same impact. Moves within and out the game. Okay. He's That's playing fair. the game perfectly. That's what I'm saying. How independent artists should play the game. I think Russ is, 
has mm-hmm. a, a yeah. pretty good mm-hmm. formula. You know he does. Saying? It's like, not taking. I'm not taking anything away from us. I'm just saying more so. Nah, no, he's not on the same level as a Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator, and he went from he went from one point with his bastard album to a totally different point with Igor. He had the same character as Gar. Like Drake would never. I don't feel like Drake would ever do anything like that because his whole he's in a pocket. He's like he's at a point where he's like, dude, if I make something and I put something out every like I don't know six or seven months, but people are gonna but listen. But you're, you're not listening to it for the actual content. It doesn't. The music doesn't touch me in the same way. Exactly, it, it doesn't touch you. But I'm not, but I have a question to that with because Drake. his last album, the the dark. Like demo tapes or whatever. That, that but it doesn't. I'm not, dude. That was with the last. Always. It doesn't have the same last ability. It doesn't. Bro, okay. Perfect example. Perfect example. Another perfect example. I, I I went back and listened to Damn a couple of times over the last. I want to, to say what? like to what songs. The whole what? album. I went and listened to the whole damn. So, so look, so check it. So check it. So check it. So check it. This is the way that and this is the way that I feel about this is the way I feel about comparing. I hate comparing artists all the time, bro. Kendrick Lamar, an example of artistry. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen, listen. listen. An example of artistry versus, like, commercial. So, Kendrick Lamar does have a ravenous fan base. If he puts anything out, we're going to swarm to get it. And he proved it when he dropped Damn. Damn is Kendrick Lamar's least impressive album, bro. And it's his his most commercial album, though. When you go back and listen to it, it literally, it sounds a lot more empty. The concepts don't hit as hard. Like, literally. Literally, but it has more radio play. It's more palpable. And if you go to talk to people who the don't really listen to Kendrick Lamar, a lot of them are like, bro, that's hard. my favorite Kendrick mm-hmm. album because it's a lot more palpable and it's a lot more commercial. I think it sold more than all his other albums. But I his feel like best he album that out too. is to, hands down, think, it's his artistry. But a lot of people, a lot of people do. A lot of people are like, bro, how do you say that? But it's because it's not the artistry in it, bro. It's not easy to listen to. So you, you feel like he was put in more... More of his heart into his soul. His soul into. He said he wrote that poem to Tupac when he was like a kid or some shit like that. Like, that's true, like. Artistry, the way he connected the music, the live instrumentation in the music, the way he like all of that. It literally is a masterpiece. It's literally it takes time, it literally takes time to sit there and like you can't just listen to that album, bro. You can't. I'm sorry. Hell, His old work he didn't even write. What are you? Most what? of the old work is not even Drake's. Wait, are we talking about Drake or Kendrick? We're talking about Drake. I'm talking, oh, about you were talking about Kendrick. I'm talking about Kendrick and the Pimple okay. Butterfly. I'm talking okay. about. I'm talking about if you compare that album to Damn, if you compare an okay. album that was built commercially compared to an album that was built okay, two different artists. No, that's the same artist. Kendrick but, made Damn, man. But as like you said, they're two different artists. But one is more focused on commercial success. So I don't think a lot of Drake's albums as of recent are really classics, bro. What? And that I, that's why I, I think this is what he's writing. I still don't think it's. I'm not. Damn but that, it's not bad. I'm not, I didn't say it was bad. It's just not. It's, it's not. It's, it's just. I think it's just Kendrick's least impressive album. It's not bad. It's still Kendrick Lamar though. That shit still slaps. I still Would you with listen that. to Kendrick Lamar if he hopped on Block Boy JB song? Shit. I mean, probably yeah, he probably yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to say, yeah. 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 Okay. he hopped on New Freezer. 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 I'm finna make a point. I promise you, I'm finna make a point. You will still listen to that song, right? Would that song make you go and listen to more Block Boy JB? Not but that, no, 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 no,
The Drake feature did not make me listen to it because I can give you Drake's verse. And, and I don't know I what the fuck. Now look at this. Now look at this. Drake's feature put him on the map because guess what? The next songs he started dropping and stuff, they started airing on the radio. They did. The streams started like I said, going up. Like Drake does have that golden boy effect, but I don't think but I still. Long, my thing is longevity. and yeah. exactly and that what doesn't you mean? last. It's residual. It's always gonna be but coming. I'm, down. But I'm talking about. They're always gonna be knocking on. If you're talking about, I'm, I'm, we're talking about the effect the on the culture, effect on the audience. That's what like I'm talking about. More than just money, because my thing about this is why it's so crazy having art and money like in the same aspect. Because like not your so art comes from the soul. And from you, and I'm saying if, if, if you made the talk about the soul, bro. It's not you saying got nobody had a bigger Drake, impact than Michael Jackson. Drake does have Drake right, is yeah. everlasting. Right, it's right, not. It's not. It's not. I don't think. I don't think that Drake. It's not that I think Drake is bad. I just think Drake is overhyped in a way. It's like I think that like it's the it's the concept that what I'm talking about. To Pimp a Butterfly, the whole album, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, that shit still gonna hit and it's probably still gonna be relevant. Whatever Drake dropped last year, the year before that, a lot of that shit is not gonna be relevant. Some songs, some songs, not even relevant, and a lot of them are not. A lot of them are not gonna hit the same. Some of the songs, it's and it's not saying he's not a good artist. Listen you can to a 2006 yeah. heartbreak nah, Drake song right now and still cry. Hey, right now. You cannot. I don't think. I do not know. What, well, unless you're I'll a diehard Drake, jaded. bro. Two, what is the name of that fucking Marvin's What is the name of that shit When he's sitting on top Of the fucking tower Views Like I said Views Views, views, views That bro. masterpiece no, I cannot listen to the that entire That's masterpiece? not a masterpiece bro. I'm sorry It's not It's not a masterpiece bro What It's not It's not a masterpiece It's not a masterpiece The whole album The whole album The whole 22 tracks The whole 22 tracks I will listen to that Over and over and over Drake's your number one Drake's your number one But Drake wasn't the number one I told you that Two chains But still But he's still up there the same way Mac bought me by like Mac Miller. I can listen to every Mac Miller album from front to back, but I can still go, okay, this album is probably not all that great, and this album is probably if, a little if I bit had more to say that, It would be um, that More Life album. That came out everything in that time period. Everything in that time period. That wasn't an album. Don't get me wrong. It's good. It's good. You had reggae. You had He always does that. He's going to do that. It's great. He's going to do that. People sleep on more life. Oh, God, bro. I really didn't fuck with Scorpion as much as I did with more life. Scorpion was mid. Scorpion was mid. Scorpion was mid. Scorpion was mid. It's 23 tracks and it's mid. It's not bad. But it is me. Hold on, hold on. It's smokable. Uh, side B. But the whole thing. You got two sides. It's, 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 oh, it's, 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 and he didn't need two sides. This is the thing. He I didn't need too. two sides. Like this is what I'm talking about feeding your fan base between making artistry and feeding your fan base. He didn't need two sides. Yeah. He could have taken the best tracks and condensed it down to like... 12 or 13 tracks. Release but other songs that he, he see fit. Don't Why can't he be feeding or all don't the artists? or because it's not a once yes. again it's so not. So is he supposed to no, listen to the songs I have a team or listen to the songs and say hey these songs right here this don't fit yeah. your audience throw this out. It's not that it's not about fitting the audience. It's about fitting the the, the bro. Because all people of best art. I, I feel like people don't like. The album is a whole like I view an album like a view like a view a movie the same way that you watch a movie and you're like start to finish start to finish it's like bro certain things are not needed sure I love fucking 
What? Do you do you judge albums the same way? I literally because I so, understand what he means. So I love fucking Marvel movies and I love seeing niggas fight, but I don't need a hundred and fifty thousand fight scene. I need a movie. I need from point A to point B. I don't need every single track that might have fit or make. No, give me twelve or thirteen of the best tracks. About. Exactly, no, and because he has, yeah, because you have, songs, yeah. and because you have a whole album and a good percentage of them are actual so filler, filler songs. Hell everywhere. Yeah. You cannot there are there are no filler there's maybe maybe one filler track into Pippa Butterfly. Maybe one. And that's why you gotta you ain't gotta lie. And that comes but, at the end of the album. There's not another filler track in that album. Everything else is needed for the sequence, it's needed for the poem, it's needed for the orchestration, it's needed for the image that's being built for the end. There's not a filler song in that. Damn has quite a few filler tracks that you're like, dude, lust, not lust, loyalty is a filler is a filler song. What? Um, is it humble. Humble's kind of not as much, but humble's kind of a filler song. Loyalty is humble's what? It's kind of a filler song, and by filler I mean like humble. I don't agree, bro. Damn, not damn. DNA is I'm a sorry, humble song. was a hit single that played on. I, dude, that's but that's what I mean. It's commercial. It's commercial. It's commercial. It's commercial. But no, in the context of the album, in the context of the album, yes, because like. Uh, for example, uh, uh, see, but don't downplay, don't downplay something because of commercial success. It's not, it's not, but it's it's a matter of how it fits. All right, is a commercial song for uh for it's a pimp a butterfly, well, right? Then, and that's the song, every, but it still fits into the context of the but album. Damn, it's an amazing That's why I say kind of. That's why I say kind of. I don't think it's a filler at all. I think it broke in the way you feel like the reason why you feel like Drake albums are empty and fillers. It's because it's always a lead on to the next album. That's I don't think you, that's why. I don't. I don't listen to Drake album all the way through. Like I don't. I don't. But you so, don't critique but, it like I would critique a movie. But that's. But that's how I feel like that. The best albums through like time period. That there's a whole art to sequencing albums. It's the reason why Igor is such a phenomenal album. It's not just a bunch of songs that he. It's literally sequenced. The whole concept of Igor but that's is why, Tyler but that's fell why in love with I the feel as if there's no filler in Damn because Damn is also sequenced. But like it's that. not. But what I mean by there are filler songs. The 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 image that Kendrick is trying. I feel like. The images and the powerful statements that Kendrick are making, they're felt on certain songs and they're not really felt on. Like, loyalty is like, he's not really talking about shit like that on loyalty. But he, he's talking about shit on DNA, the, the concept I of what it goes the with. Message he's talking about shit. Fear, I, like the, the message, the, loyalty is like kind of like right I don't in think that. Loyalty is a filler song. Yeah, loyalty it's definitely is a filler song. No, let's look at the lyrics. Let's look at the lyrics. Yes, you can. That's it's a yes, you, yes, you definitely can. Yes, she's a pop star. She's a pop star. She's Rihanna. I think it transitions into the like into the. But even on that, Rihanna's not like. Like, yeah, Rihanna's like a pop star, but even on that song, even if you look at Auntie, like, Rihanna isn't just a pop star. Loyalty and Love are both filler songs, I believe. So compare that, those I songs. I mean, to I can love. see maybe but Love a little bit more, but that's, when you look that's the at most filler song on there. Mm. But when that's you the look most, at it, I Loyalty comes in between Pearl and Pride. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Listen, 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 listen. As deep as we know Kendrick Lamar is, he made a song called Love, love and. Love I don't comes right after love. But don't put. He's still an artist. You gotta give him that freedom I'm to not, be able to do that. Because I don't you're, you're, think, you're listening to Pimple Butterfly. You like I want that, and that's okay. But this is what I'm saying. People every have, time, every time I talk about them, people think I'm saying it's a bad album. I don't think it's a bad album. It's a great album. What I am saying is though, there's more. That album was more focused on commercial success. So I think I truly but, think. But 
though. Wait, listen, exactly. There's a difference in Kendrick making a commercial album and Drake making one. Kendrick made a commercial album to show you niggas like I can do this. Yes, 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 yes. That's still art. That's hip hop. But I'm not saying it's not. So what did you do? Your lane is part of the but he still told his story. His thing wasn't exactly. His thing wasn't this. I can do this. His thing was, oh, nigga, say you can't dance to Kendrick. You can't play Kendrick in the club. So because of what he talks about, let me talk about the same shit and then make it to where you can do that. This is the thing. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. What I am saying is, at the it's why I don't. I think a lot of people like. Damn, damn is not as good not as good as an album as the Pimple Butterfly or even Good Kid Mad City. Like but you have to but, look at all of Kendrick's album differently. But there yeah, you do, but I mean the way like okay. Even going back to overly dedicated yeah. and section eighty. Okay, so but this is okay, so Comparing all of those albums, like and like you said, they're all different albums. They're all different parts of Kendrick, right? So I'm gonna say Good Kid. I'm gonna use Good Kid, Mad City as an example. Good Kid, Mad City is the perfect median example of mm-hmm. from damn on one not damn on one side. It's a pimp butterfly on the other side because he was still like like that's still a piece of art and it's still fucking beautiful and it's a classic. But he was def- he was he was definitely like I need to be noticed now. I need Dre on these beats. I, think I need to go get a Dre a, feature. A successful job of mediating like yes. outside influence and mm-hmm. saying, "Oh yeah, I can do this" and bringing in like, "Oh, this soul aspect into making music." Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And I even think like that's why we're that's mm-hmm. And and even like I said, I just feel like even if like you could never really critique a movie other than what you see. But because if you yeah, if you, you were like I well, critique I mean, a song than, or an album by sitting down and I listen to the song and I mm-hmm. say hmm what did he mean by this or mm-hmm. let's see what he wanted the audience to feel mm-hmm. how did he want to convey his message mm-hmm. now if we were to do a movie like that we would have to be directors that's we, not true we would have to look that's at not, it take by take to say that's, hey but that's this not, fight scene right here let's just take this out let's put a a no, love scene right no, there no, we would no, literally no. have as to a, look as somebody who literally both wants to be a director and has not wanted to be a director at a certain point, you can literally watch a movie. Like, there's a whole process to like, oh, this is a good movie because of this and this is not a good movie because of but this. You, it's the same, and it's the same, but it has to do with what I'm talking about. But you okay. have okay. it, it has to do with, it, it does have to do with the whole concept of like, the art, like I said, the, 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 the process that goes into making certain things. And that's what I mean by like, there are certain albums that are great, not just because the music is good, but because of the way that it it literally flows and the way it literally is presented to you between the up points and the down points of the album. Like, I don't know, it's a working function. We can continue to talk about this after while we're like uh, breaking everything yeah. down. We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's been Shout the twenty first. Yeah, I appreciate it. Lord I King. Lord, rock and roll out Friday. Yes, sir. Hey, New tracks from Lord I King. Check oh, out a whole lot of Valentine's weekend too. Check out the video out this weekend. Happy Black History Month. Love y'all. Happy Black History Month. Black Lives Matter. I know I didn't say this on any of the other podcasts, but follow us on social media, Instagram.com backslash a shark stream, Twitter.com backslash a shark stream. Links will be in the description. Come talk y'all shit. Black lives fucking matter. We out. So y'all.